This week's show brought to you by... Uh, Nico? Nick? Do you... Yeah. You got, you got a sponsor? I don't want to offend anybody. What? So every week I do a sponsor and you guys yell at me because I think I've offended you. And in today's society, everybody's offended. This week's show brought to you by the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Fuck, that's offensive to somebody. That is definitely offensive. Oh, God. This week's show brought to you by whatever deity you believe in or not. Everything's fine. This is what this is the fucking society we have to live in today. This week's show brought to you by everyone. Just wonderful and beautiful and awesome. You guys fucking ruined it for me. All right. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. This week's show brought to you by pooping in a urinal because I hate janitors. <laughs> that is definitely offensive. It's offensive to, to all, janitors. Everyone in the custodial arts. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> custodial arts. <laughs> the custodial arts. No, so really, uh, I think you know a couple people have listened to this podcast, and I'm sure that some of our uh, some of our intros have offended somebody. And I want to comment on that for a second. To that person, I say this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And there we have it. Go right into the shut the fuck up. Well, my welcome to this week's episode of Blue Light Special. My name is Steve. I'm Nick. And I'm Alex. And we are talking outrage culture. Oh my god. How dare you even bring that up in this room? <laughs> I know. We're about to get I'm so many people brought that up. Gonna fucking rage quit this podcast. Well so, so we probably should uh start with an in my opinion, an extremely unnecessary disclaimer. I don't think it's unnecessary at all. I actually think in today that... Well, no, it is needed, but in my opinion, it shouldn't be needed. But some of the things we may discuss in the following podcast may be offensive to you. And if you are offended, well, I'm sorry. Get over it. Yeah. Get behind your own microphone and then you talk about why you're offended. Don't get on your fucking keyboard and comment here and be like, you did something that hurt my feelings. Rage trolls. It's fucking... it's It's annoying, man. Like, Free speech in this country is a right, right? And everybody has the right to speak. You can. I have something that I'll read. That I'm, I'm going to give away like this part of this thing that I'm going to read. But we all have the right to speak, but not everybody has the right to be heard. Mm. And if you want to like, if you got stuff you want to say, you can get behind your microphone. You can get on a pulpit. You can go do what you want to do. But don't like sit on a keyboard and like fucking try and shut us down because you don't like what we're saying to you. You know that my name is Nick. You know that I make up sponsors. You know that I'm friends with these two guys. Shut up if you don't. Don't listen if you don't like what we're saying. You you make up but sponsors? You know, no. I said I get sponsors. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Good okay, save. my bad. I'm sorry. Good Do save. you have any idea how many Nico bucks we have right now? <laughs> At least a dozen. So many. At least six cents worth. Yeah. Really? Ooh. They are rocketing in value. <laughs> <laughs> so, in yeah. A week. So, so what, this, this week we're talking about outreach culture, which... Mm-hmm. Um, is, so let's define it. Can you, like, I was going to say that. Yeah, can you loosely de- define like what it is? Ooh, I mean, I could try myself or I can actually just look it up. I think outrage culture is just being offended by anything and everything that you find slightly offensive. Like you take it to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Like the analogy that uh, I actually heard today was, you know how you throw like a pebble into a pond and it ripples? Yeah. yeah. And the pebble that you throw should be in correlation or... I messed that up already. The splash the splash should be equivalent to the pebble's weight. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So you can't just have huge waves out of the smallest little thing. When I was in grad school, we would say that uh, the ouch needs to be as big as the pinch. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The pinch can't be like the, the ouch can't be bigger than the pinch. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's gotten to the point now where someone is offended by something very specifically 
And then there's a sense of immediacy in the outrage. So I'm offended, right? And then I just go completely berserk. Yeah. And I need to make sure that everyone is also offended by what I'm offended by. And we need to be pissed off now. We need to fuck this shit up now. And it needs to be gone now. Yeah. Like your boy Oscar in Mexico. Oh, motherfucking. <laughs> no, that was a perfect example yeah, of, of, outra- of, of, like, of outrage culture. Uh, so Wikipedia's definition, in case anybody's interested. Uh, it's also known as call out culture, which I didn't know until now. It's a form of public awareness that aims to hold individuals and groups accountable by calling attention to behavior that is perceived to be problematic, usually on social media. So I think that's kind of like the. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, so that is the uh, what I'd call the PC definition. Sure. There's also the Urban Dictionary definition. Yeah. (laughs) Which is when people play the victim card and bend over backwards to be as offended as possible when they really aren't. Using hissy fits, political correctness, character assassination, and a false sense of moral authority, the outrager hopes to gain power and public recognition for their brave act of justice. Uh Uh-huh. hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think, you know, I think everybody's like seen it at some point and it's, it, it varies in degree. Uh, I think I see it the most now, like I hear about it the most on college campuses. Uh, and I, you know, we, we've all been to college. Like did, did that exist when we were in college? And like, no, no, we're all like, we're, you know, like was 29, Stevie and I are 31. Steve's gonna be 32 here in a couple of weeks. Like we're not that old. College wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it seems like light years ago, at least for me. I, I would say my my gut is to say no, but I have a feeling it was like starting like people were starting to be like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I like that. Sure. But it wasn't nearly what it is. Today. What it is now. This yeah. like hyper victim. Right. Kind of mentality. Well, yeah. And that's where everything's coming with the snowflakes and all this and yeah. all the language on both sides and all sides for that matter. What about you? Efstratios? Yeah. I mean. I don't know if it's if it wasn't around when we were in school like that much. I didn't really pay attention to that much. Kind of like I wasn't very involved in yeah. like groups and all that stuff. So I don't know if there was, you know, a, a, an outrage culture brewing. Right. You know, like I didn't. I don't know if there was people that stood up for things or not. I was just like, oh, let me go to class and let me just you know fucking go home. I right? mean, it really is an interesting topic because so predominantly I am against outrage culture i right? thought you were gonna say against gays <laughs> <Might escalated. laughs> i would say i'm predominantly against just because everyone gets just it's so the immediacy is what bugs me like all right let's just jump right into it right so we have the me too movement all right mm-hmm. and a hundred percent it is fair and correct and right that people are coming out and talking out against like sexual abuse mm-hmm. and and they should because that shit that's been swept under the rug and been kept secrets is very poisonous and very detrimental to the culture. However, this is where the controversial part comes. I think there is a line and I think sometimes the line gets crossed and goes way too far. Of and course. that's like outrage culture in general. I mean, probably like we we're, were in college or, you know, all the way back to the 70s. There's definitely activists and there's people telling their side of a story just you know not bitching but you're just trying to get out and get information out and you know like protesting for and all this and wrongfully so probably a lot of it was just ignored or just not listened to and now in this generation more people are listening but i think the problem with that is since some people are listening now that is just open the fucking floodgates and that's why it's become so bad now mm-hmm I think it's uh, just the ease of getting your idea out there nowadays, right? Like, I mean, you have Twitter and you have 200 characters or whatever to spew out your idea. 
and you can just do it relatively easy, like in a few seconds, just, hey, boom. Without put, any backlash, completely anonymous, with like nobody like knowing, you know, really who you are. If you don't want, yeah. if you don't want people to know who you are. Right. And it's just, it's, I mean, bef- back in the day, you didn't really have that, what you have, like MySpace yeah. and people were, you know, your f- Facebook, even then, like you just had your friends follow you. This with Twitter, you can hashtag whatever and anyone can see mm-hmm. your tweet mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. And so I think it's just that ease of use. Just, and the thing about it is even on YouTube, you have like internet trolls that pretty much just get a kick out of posting something stupid and watching people's reactions. Mm. And so people don't understand like, Hey, there's trolls out there that just want to get you mad. And so they'll just say anything that you want, like or anything that, that would offend you and your reaction to that. And being like, this is the worst thing yeah. I've ever read in my entire life. What the fuck is this? You know, the trolls are just laughing. They're just sitting in their fucking, in their room and just yeah. ha, 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 neck beards and just fucking <laughs> laughing like motherfuckers, right? That doesn't sound like anybody sitting at this table, right, well, Alec? It's, uh, <laughs> it's on my face, not my neck. Anyways, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fucker, that third laugh. Well, that's that's the double-edged sword of this age of information, right? So it's like this generation, this time, you have never in the history of the human race had more and easier access to inv- information than you do now. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, it's a double-edged sword because now you just put out fucking anything yeah. in the exact same amount of time. Yeah. Because, like, before you could just, like, sit in your house and, like, stew about it. Right. Right? From both sides and be like, man, fags. And then the other side be like, Nick, I call me a fag. But, like, yeah. no, nobody's, I don't think that that's an appropriate word. I'm just making an example. But it's, now you can just, you can just go and just vomit all over the internet and somebody's going to read it mm-hmm. because... That's all we do is we just sit glued to our phones or glued to our right. iPads or our computers or whatever and just read, 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 read. And we take it all as fact. And then, you know, now everybody fucking hates each other. Well, and, and to your point, Stevie, that's that's the the main problem. Well, not, I'm going to say main because there's fucking a billion problems. But there are so many people that don't realize that, okay, A, this is someone's opinion or B, this is a troll or C, no, whatever. It's just anytime someone reads something, it's just like, oh, my God, how can that just be fucking said? There's no like. There's no conversation. There's no this. There's no that. There's just look at what you posted. What the fuck? And then you just blow up. And the thing about that is, is that once you get offended by something, like if you don't agree with someone's opinion and, you know, they say whatever, disagreements on abortion, whatever it is, and you don't like what they say, you get mad and you block that person, right? So now you're taking a step back and you're not opening up yourself to the mm-hmm. other side of the conversation, right? You just stop. You're like, I'm not going to listen to that person anymore. Blocked. Right. And then another person says something, blocked. And so pretty much you're just in your own bubble yeah, of people so that agree called, with you. Uh, tribes. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. in your own tribe and you're just sitting there with people that agree with you. And so once anyone says something you don't agree with, you and everyone else that agrees with your mm-hmm. opinion will just attack, and that's where the outrage comes from. It's because right. no one's open enough to discuss, um, let's just call it like abortion, for mm-hmm. example, right? Like you don't want to, some people that agree with it, some people say, hey, I don't, you know, don't tell a woman what to do with her body. The one's like, hey, it's murder, right? Like, and I can see both sides of that argument, um, but both sides are so closed off from the other. They don't, they're not willing to have that conversation. Right. And so when someone posts something and that's deemed stupid or whatever, you know, like there is just so much outrage about that. I cannot believe you, blah, 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 you know. And if it's my opinion, like, oh, I don't think abortion should be legal. No, you know, mm-hmm. and then now I get attacked. Now I get 
uh, you know, everything from, oh, you Trump supporter, you yeah. white supremacist, just from one thing right. that I'm like, yeah, I don't really agree with it, you know? Well, and that, that's why we're so divisive right now, because like you said, there's you basically only intake the content that suits your agenda and your mindset and you mm -hmm. ignore everything else as false as fallacy. Mm -hmm. So then you get just so in depth with what you believe in, then everything else is wrong. And then because of it, and because we're so tribal and because we're so divisive, the people who do use common sense and can uh, have a two sided conversation, like an adult, they don't get involved because they see that it is just stupid to get involved because there's no winning. And then all you have left are the two extremes, which kind of brings me back to what I was talking about before. So, one of the best places in the world to have your ideas and ideologies challenged is on a college campus. That's why we go to college to further education, right? To learn either a new trade or a new set of skills or whatever, but also have our ideas challenged by other people to meet other people from different walks of life to like exchange ideas and like grow our worldview through conversations with others that doesn't exist anymore especially like on in, in a lot of college campuses in this country. And like, there's this, it's, it's tough, man. Like, so when I went to Purdue, uh, we would have at the beginning of every year, there's, a, there's this event called boiler gold rush. And I went through it as a freshman. And then I took a group of freshmen through it as a sophomore. And we would have these stand up comedians come and like perform on stage for these kids, like, and you know, for us and, you know, make everybody laugh and kind of get you into like university culture and, you know, kind of, get you excited about being where you were and just kind of introduce the entire thing. Well, now a lot of stand-up comedians don't want to go perform at college campuses anymore because comedy by nature makes some people uncomfortable because like it's, how do I talk about this? So I'm, I'm not a comedian, right? But I think that what we try, like the three of us sit here and try and do what we would call a comedy podcast, right? Like if we don't make one person laugh, throughout everything that we're sitting here doing, I think that the three of us could say that, man, maybe that podcast wasn't, right. we'd call that one a failure, right? Comedians, like they, they continuously push the envelope of what may be funny, what may cross the line. A lot of guys cross the line all the time on stage and they have to go back and apologize. But the way that they're fucking attacked now for it, like have you guys seen the Dave Chappelle special, yeah. the new one? Mm -hmm. You've both seen the new one? Yeah. The Michael Jackson bit, right? Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen the new Dave Chappelle uh, special and you don't want it spoiled for you, maybe tune out for the next couple minutes. But he makes these jokes about Michael Jackson uh, and like not not about Michael Jackson, but about the uh, the guys who made the documentary mm -hmm. on HBO. And you watched the documentary, right, Steve? Yeah. What did you think about? I don't really like like Michael Jackson. Did he do those things? It's possible, but he is dead. Right. So you, he can't really defend himself. Right. And, and so it, it, it took it them, what, eight years after his death to make this documentary. Sure. I'm leading on. I'm on the camp of yeah, he did molest some kids, right? But he's not here to defend himself. So why make the documentary now, and why make it, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, eight four hours long or whatever it is, you know, it's kind of in poor taste, in my opinion, sure. ju just to have because he's not around to defend himself. Sure, you know. So, so and now, no offense to you, right? But everything you just said, while like concise and makes sense, wasn't funny. Like you wouldn't get on stage and like try and make a joke out of what you just said. Right. Yeah. You could. So, but Chappelle did. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. But at the same, like he's getting all this flack for it. One of the great things I love about Dave Chappelle is that he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's but, not changing, which. But the joke was funny. And essentially, essentially what the joke was, I'm not going to try and like deliver his material or anything, 
but that he's a victim blamer. Oh, I just burped into the mic as I was talking. Did you hear that? Yeah, I know. I hate that. Sexy. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. But that he's a victim blamer, right? So he's like, if Chris Brown beats Rihanna, he's like, well, what did she do? Yeah. You know, and I think that's like, that's a funny premise. Well, I mean, because it's 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 sarcastic, but he's commenting on the fact that and he knows that people are going to get upset. But like to to to, to attack the guy or like uh, Bill Burr, Bill Burr a right couple now, days yeah. ago. I haven't. It, it's what what's it called? Paper Tiger. I haven't seen it, but he's also getting flagged for it. I think it's called Paper Tiger. But that's what these guys, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, like they don't give a fuck about what other people say. Well, Kevin Hart has to yeah, has to he do has, more. Right. Well, he, and he's had to apologize, but like he's forced to come out and apologize for what shit he said 10 years ago. It's not the same culture as right. it was 10 well, years so ago. So that's. I mean, that opens up a whole new door. So, like, I mean, comedy, in my my opinion, is to make light of serious situations. Yeah. In, in, a, lot of, in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. You need to laugh at something or laugh about something sometimes to make it okay. Right. Yeah. That's I just, shit that's, my pants at my yeah. aunt's funeral. <laughs> that's, that's human nature. Like, it's, you know, and I, did, did I do it? Did I tell that story last week to offend her memory? I'm sorry to cut you off. No. But did, no. It was because I'm making fun of myself. Like, it. Which is hilarious, by the way. Dude, <laughs> but yeah, another one of those Dave Chappelle jokes was definitely like the uh, the car the car ride with the LGBTQ community. Yeah, yes. you know where he said. I thought that was very and, well done. But the yeah. thing about that is, he even prefaced it by saying, "You can't make fun of these groups because they'll put your career under." And yeah. then he proceeded to make fun of that group. Right. Yeah, and then you get this whole outrage. Well, that's because like, he put his own career under, like on his own, which wow. is which is fine. Yeah, no, like ten years. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah, when he went to Africa and yeah. had that breakdown. Yeah, yeah. but like he got jacked. Yeah, but like he even said, they will end your career and then continue to make fun of him, and then they're trying to end his career. I mean, you right. see the the Rotten Tomatoes, like the zero percent he got. Well, you know, I yeah. love the name of the special is Sticks and, and Stones. Stones. Like mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing. Exactly, yeah. and, he, and then that's and what I makes him that so much. That's what makes him a comedic genius. Yeah, is 100%. just that right there, being able to make fun of that, and to make fun of it in a very like. If you think about it, it's very funny. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, like the, so, the gay guys or the white guy, you know, yeah. like they're whatever. Like in my opinion, like I, I respect it so much because he's not changing, even though the world is. Let me let me specify. I mean, he is aware and like he's not obviously in favor of like child or sexual abuse. Right. Of course and, not. and he is watching what he's doing. And and realizing, okay, some of the stuff ten years ago, okay, maybe a little, eh. but like he's he's not changing who he is or what he's doing for the most part because that's just who he is. When you say not the stuff ten years ago, you're talking about the Kevin Hart stuff. That yeah, I brought up? I like he. I mean, he realizes how the culture and how life is changing, but he himself is not changing just because social norms dictate him too. Well, I think his. I mean, I I think his jokes change a little bit, and instead of like go in the other direction he kind of he leans into it more you know what i mean right i think that's well what because I, the social norm tells him he shouldn't so therefore he does Korea, yeah, and yeah. i respect that yeah i do too i but, think he's like a dangerous comedian yeah i would never yeah. like want to like as if i considered myself a comic which i don't i'm not a comic but if i was like i'd be terrified of dave Chappelle. oh he'll rip you a yeah new he'll one. just not not me personally like he's gonna right, make right, fun right. of me i'd feel incredibly honored if dave Chappelle made fun of me That'd be pretty cool. but i would but like to to like have him as as a colleague or a competitor, however you however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. like I, that dude is dangerous yeah. on stage because he finds whatever. I mean, he found a way. Yeah, the name of the special, the, the way he told those jokes, mm-hmm. and again, but still, it if you are offended by it, like step back and look at it from a di- just from a different 
from a different angle because it's not, he's not saying that he wants Michael Jackson to fuck kids. Yeah. He's saying that if he did, and he shrugs, and he goes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, what he's saying is, yeah, what Stevie said, the guy's dead. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, what else do you want? He wants to dig him up and shit on him? Well, like, and that's, he's and dead. that's why I, so that, that takes me into like the Kevin Hart thing, right? And it's, it's again, another, it's two sides and there's two sides to, to it all. But like, I don't, I don't know how I, I mean, I know how I feel, but I'm on the fence of like, shit that happened fucking like 20 years ago right yeah. i mean okay sexual a fucking assault is one thing like if yeah. you raped a bunch of kids i'm not like, talking about kevin spacey right, like kevin space, exactly. 14 year old right that's yeah. one thing like 20 years ago yeah i mean that's fucked up granted he hasn't done it in 20 years but it's still kind of fucked up but i i am uncomfortable with the fact that so many people's lives are getting ruined because of a mistake they made 30 years ago yeah. now and again that's it's controversial because Again, there's a line and there's different levels. I mean, yeah, you fucking kill someone, you fucking rape someone. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. But I mean, like if you said something that, and again, I'm not condoning using hateful language or whatever, but I mean, if ever like James Gunn, for example, yeah, right. Guardians of the Galaxy director. Yeah. Uh-huh. He what was it 10 years ago. He said some tweets that were like quote dark humor mm-hmm. I and mean, i forget what the jokes yeah. were but it was something probably along the lines of rape or whatever it was you know i can find them if you want and uh yeah go ahead and disney decided to, hey n- kick him off yeah. the guardians of the galaxy you're no longer the director we don't want you the mcu anymore mm-hmm. right it's kind of hypocritical for disney to do something like that yeah. if you look at disney's past history look of at, how well, disney except if you look how they depicted black people yep you know, Jewish back when they're making, uh, you know, even the early Mickey Mouse or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Early like, Bugs Bunny, there was a lot of, like, blackface and shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's Disney, though. Not touche. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at them, you're like, wow, that's a, like, um, Dumbo with those, uh, the, with the crows, yeah. right? Like, it's so racist how they did that. Yet again, they they will scrutinize a director for 10 tweets that he did 15 years right. before he worked with Disney, Right. And I'm not saying that the, I agree with any of his tweets, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, the dude's fucking tweeted 12,000 12, times. Like, yeah. well, of course, you're going to say some stupid shit right. well, back same, in the day. Same with Kevin Hart. Like, he made a comment of, like, oh, that's gay. Like, yeah. he wasn't being malicious to people that are, you know, homosexual. It's just, it was a fucking, it's a phrase. It was It was a way we spoke. Now, granted, yes, it was. it was in poor taste. And that has changed, right? That's one of those good things about, you know, us advancing as a culture. We're not using homophobic slurs as just, or like another word, like retarded, right? We're all guilty of saying, oh, that's retarded. But we're not, you know, maliciously being people with, uh, against like learning disabilities or whatever. Or Mm -hmm. Or Down syndrome. Yeah. It's just, it's how it was. So like to try to ruin a career over something like that, that's what makes me uncomfortable. What, yeah. What, if you're going to get outrage of some, some slang. And I get it gay, whatever, yeah. you know. But, like, I remember growing up and crunchy was a thing. You remember crunchy? No. Oh, Steve, you're crunchy. It means you're funny. <laughs> right. right. It doesn't. This, this is a Maryville thing. Yeah, I was going to say. I right. don't have that where I was. Well, how is that, how is that bad now? I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, maybe you just you're, ah, you're talking to like, like slang words. Yeah, maybe you got to take crunchy a shower. Butthole. But, like, it's just <laughs> slang, right? Like, yeah. you call someone gay, man, you're fucking gay, yeah. dude. You run, like, on your tippy toes. That's gay mm-hmm. as hell. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is. But I'm not making fun of gay people. Right. right? Like, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I would love to see? Hmm. I'd love to see one of these people who like are like are part of this outrage culture, right? I want to see them get on stage and be funny. 
Well, they can't be. I mean, they could. Be. Okay. I mean, I'm, well, uh, I'm I mean, not saying they can't be. What? How? I, that's what I'm saying. But I want to see it. Fair or maybe, maybe maybe there is somebody. Do you yeah. know anybody who like who is there somebody who goes and tear tears Bill Burr apart, saying that he's you know incredibly you know racist and beats his wife or whatever, and like then he then then they get on stage and then they're equally funny as Bill Burr or has like the same amount of following? Absolutely, the fuck not. Right. Bill Burr's wife is black, so I don't think he's racist. Mm-hmm. Well, same with like Dave Chappelle. He married an Asian woman, but you know yeah. people like. They hear his jokes and they want to attack him, but they don't know. That's the thing. Right. They, well, it's just easy to that, sit there. That, you know. I mean, that's the definition of outrage culture, right? You take one thing, whether it's in or out of context, usually out of context, and they just explode without knowing anything behind it. So speaking of stuff from 10 years ago. And they else, ruin people's lives. 100%. Right? Uh, so stuff from 10 years ago, right? Stuff that holds up the same way. I found something today. Uh, so there's a YouTube channel, FBE. It's Fine Brothers Entertainment. I like those drinking port. I actually so much. So dude. I think that port's a little old as well. <laughs> I wanted to tell you when you got halfway through it. I think it's gone off a little bit. It's such a big port. But you'll be fine. I just opened it up. Did you? I just opened it. The bottle? Yeah. For the first time. For the first time. Okay, I was wrong. I'm Never mind. Drunk. I like go to town. Okay. Um there is uh, a YouTube channel, Fine Brothers Ent- Entertainment, FBE, and they do like a lot of reaction videos. They got like something like twenty million subscribers. And I wanted to play the clip on the show, but we're not gonna play the clip on the show because of copyright reasons or whatever, but essentially what they did is they took a certain number of Seinfeld episodes and some of the ones that today would be the most controversial of Seinfeld episodes, Ooh, right? There's going to be a few. Yeah. So the contest is one, which yeah. where, where they have the masturbation contest, it's right? One of the best episodes. Um, the one, what's it called? Uh, Merv. Oh shit. I, I forgot. The Merv the Griffin show. The Merv Griffin show. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, where Jerry has the girlfriend with the toys. Ah, uh, that's right. Yep. Uh, they do the outing where George and, uh, Jerry or out is gay. Ah, uh, yeah. Even though they're not yeah, gay, yeah, right? The col- yeah, they're, not there's anything wrong with that. Right. The same joke we use in yep. the show all the time. Um, those episodes mainly are the ones that these the real younger millennials watched. And I'm talking 18 to like 23, that kind of 22, that kind mm-hmm. of category. And they're watching it. And some of these reactions are, God, I wish we could play it. Like they're, they're ridiculous. Like there's this girl who, is is so unbelievably offended and uh in the contest episode when you know they're like you want to make it interesting 100 bucks can't do it and kramer's like yeah count me in and then yeah. elaine goes i'm in too and they're like no 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 you're a woman it's easy for a woman and she's like oh my god of course of course because she's a woman yeah. she's the woman she can't do it and then elaine says okay i'll put up 150 right oh and she, oh she's got to pay more like the guy didn't say it elaine said it herself mm-hmm. but it's just it's incredibly interesting to watch so there was this big and then they're talking about the outing the episode the outing where jerry and george are out as gay right not that there's anything wrong with them mm-hmm. and they're so upset that they're making fun of gay people quote unquote making fun of gay people that episode in 1994 won a glad award do you know what the glad award is nope it is the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. They gave awards to Angels of America. Oh, that's amazing. Angels of America is a play uh, written by Tony Kirshner in the 90s and was turned into an HBO special about the AIDS crisis in America. Uh, when, because, I mean, you know, so, and I, and now looking, but looking back, like everybody kind of forgets. They don't forget, but like the nineties are right after the eighties and the eighties yeah. is when AIDS and being gay was scary. Yeah. Right. But well, nobody, it was an epidemic. Yeah, of yeah. course. But I mean, like, does anybody, has Eddie Murphy ever been called out for delirious in 1988? 
I mean, I'm pretty sure. When he was sure. 22 years old and he's like, you know, I don't want faggots looking at my ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was, but it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that still on Eddie Murphy. But it's still right. on Netflix. Like it's, it's still there. People, I watched it the other day. That fucking show's hilarious. But it's, it was the culture then. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same thing now. Right. Well, I mean, so side note, I mean, credit to where credit or credit where credit's due sometimes to some of these like content providers. Yeah. Some of the stuff is pretty controversial. There's some of the stuff is bad, but they're not taking it down just because people are pissed about it. Now, they're leaving it up and then people just fucking ripping it apart and tearing people, blah, 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 all this stuff. But a lot of the stuff they do leave on there. Yeah. And they um, should. Well, yeah, I agree. Until someone gets well, too outraged. Well, and then with they too have much to take power. Too outraged with too much power. You could be well at power. No, as as long as people unsubscribe, they'll do whatever people say. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the almighty dollar still. I mean, we are still in the the grand old land of America where the dollar reigns supreme. But that's what I'm saying. If you get enough outrage and you get enough people to hurt the wallet, that is what makes people change. Like, could you could you imagine if they took down Seinfeld? I was just gonna say, could if, you imagine a world like where Seinfeld's no longer accepted because it's too racist or too sexist you? or too how dare you? like like uh the show Louie. Like, I was never a fan of Louis, right? Yeah. But the Louis, show or Louis C.K. as a comedian? The show. Okay. I like Louis C.K. Yeah, uh, as comedy. But like he, he what? Jacked off in front of a few women? Correct. And it was with their consent, if I'm not mistaken. I have some thoughts it, on that too. I don't think it was consent, but it was just like. He was in his own room. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I'm going to beat off now. Right. Like. You they stayed. Yeah, it's not like, hey, do you mind if I beat off? That would be a true form of consent. But it was like, hey, I'm gonna beat off, and then they didn't leave. Yeah, he didn't like pull his dick out in an elevator or like you know or he rub it he, on someone. He wasn't, he wasn't in a preschool. Yeah. You know, he was in his own room. He didn't force anybody to do anything. He just goes, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat off now. Right, and I'm, I can understand people being weird, right? Like I understand right. like. Is it even so, that weird? The dude only talks about beating off on stage. Like, I, how weird is it? Right. I mean, but, I mean, it is kind of weird in my sense to beat off in front of somebody. Well, yes. Whatever. Like, but all, like, three quarters of Hollywood is fucking weird. Or, like, I'm just generalizing right, right now. But if you told me right now, I'm going to beat off right now. It's is your house, right? We're in your basement. Yeah. In your studio. Yes. Our studio, but whatever. You're in your house. You want to beat off? I like when I'm going to either stay. I like I would stay. I'm pretty sure you'd stay, too. I'm, I'm curious. It's funny. It's funny now, but like okay, so he. But got if a, I stay, it's my choice. But he point. he got yeah. a show canceled, right? right. Yeah, and his career. He yeah, his career was over for about a year, year little, and a half, a little more. Yeah, and then he tried to come back, and people were pissed off. Yep, that he's trying to come back. That's like, how much do you want to punish a person? That's what I'm saying. Like, not only do they ruin his career and take away everything from him, they want to make sure he fucking stays dead, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. Yeah. I mean, and so like he, why not just shoot him then? That's what I'm saying. That's, that, that's, that's the problem. But he did, he's not like he's a, a Weinstein, right? Uh, no, of course like not. He, yeah, he's, he didn't, come out, he's apologized too, but. Right. He didn't. And to have to apologize for that. Weinstein is, or Louis C.K.? No, Louis C.K. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Weinstein, no, he's a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, like that's what I'm saying. That's why there's different levels. Of course there is. Yeah. But like everyone wants to lump up everyone into one big year of perf. Like yeah. Aziz Ansari. Uh-huh. Like he went on a bad date, the motherfucker, right? He went up. Do you guys know the story or no? I don't no, know this. I don't. So Aziz Ansari went on a date. They ended up having intercourse. And then the next day she was just like, you know, it was totally weird. He fucking blah, blah, blah. He did all this stuff. But like, it was just a bad date, right? Like, and they fucked and they left each other. But mm-hmm. since he was Aziz Ansari, she was just like, he did this to me, this to me, this to me. But really it was just like, oh, you blew him after a bad date and it was weird. Mm. You know, like that's all it was. 
but she blew it so out of proportion, just so fucking, you know, like, oh my God, this guy should go to hell. But he is not Harvey Weinstein. He's not fucking no. saying, hey, suck my dick and I'll give you this movie role or else you're never going to work in Hollywood right. ever again. At least not that we know of, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's not the accusation made against him. Yeah. It's so, just, I mean, that's why a lot of these guys, they just, they won't. Let, Jerry, me, let me give that tequila, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Jerry Seinfeld himself, he won't perform on college campuses anymore because of the outrage culture. <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> because of the culture that exists on campus yeah. now, it's insane. Right. And, that, and that's and that's where I, like, I keep coming back to the different levels. Yeah. You have Harvey Weinstein, who was just se- using sexual abuse as a form of, of extortion. And then you have Kevin Hart that said, oh, that shit's gay. Right. Yeah. But like. In the media, you're almost led to believe that there's, well, you are led to believe that they are suffering the same form of criticism and they're both trying to have their careers destroyed because of something they've done. And they're both labeled as like sexual abusers or whatever the fuck it is. So listen up, uh, podcast universe. I've made at least two that's gay kind of jokes on this show so far. And I, first of all, if you want to shut me down, you got to make me famous enough. You got to make me famous like Kevin Hart. And then you can come back and be like. You know, on episode 11 of BLS, you said that it was gay, that Alex didn't like gay people. Mm. And I'd say, you're right. Alego hates the gays. <laughs> and two, I'm sorry for what I said. You know. You call Blue Light Special BLS. Thanks. You calling Blue Light Special BLS is gay as shit, by the way. I'm Amen. Just, I'm just going to say that. Fucking retarded. Subscribe. <laughs> like, subscribe, BLS, to our gay retarded show. I'll tell you what. You know who did uh, pretty good... Um, who wasn't offended by something that someone said. I'm going to give you an example here. Leyline Studios. Yeah. Right? Dustin Lucas. Yes. They made, um, they're making uh, Streets of Blaze. Mm-hmm. They also made a game called One Only One Burn. Mm-hmm. Right? Pretty fun. If you don't know Only One Burn, it's a game. It's a lunar lander simulator thing. And you only have one burn to land the lander. Right? I think Without that's crashing. something also potheads would say. Yeah, Damn, only, one burn, it's only one That's burn, man. That's the podcast of some potheads. <laughs> <laughs> so they released it. And mind you, they made this game in 48 hours. That's all long it took to make the game. And they refined it over time. They released the game. There's this one YouTuber. He has like 400,000 subscribers. He played the game. And I get if you want to critique the game. But he was making fun of Dustin Lucas. Oh, this, this is just a money laundering game. All oh, these developers don't know what the fuck they're doing. Character assassination. Pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. And like he was just doing it because he was, you know, on Twitch and there was, you know, say 500 people watching him. Right. Okay. They said they were money laundering? Yeah. See, that's what he said. <laughs> Dustin and Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, he, I watched the video. I was like, this guy's a fucking chode, right? And uh, Lucas ends up tech, or messaging him, leaving on the comments. He goes, hey, thanks for playing my game. I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate the comments. Yeah. And then, you know, Dustin responds back with, oh, you know, thanks for playing, yada, 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 right? Then the guy backtracks and he does all this thing. Oh, you know, these guys are great. I appreciate them reaching out to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's how you're supposed to handle the situation of if you don't like someone's opinion, you're you're not supposed to say, oh, I can't believe fuck you for playing my game. They could have copied strike, you know, say, oh, this is my content. You can't play this game online. They could have done it so many ways. But instead, they just reached out, hey. Thanks for playing. I appreciate right. it. Sorry you don't like it, but thanks for playing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a new business. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a smart way to do it. I struggle with that with online reviews for what I do because uh, 
People just they just they love to say this is a different conversation. They, they are just, the they, assholes. Though. They just love to sit there and just talk shit. But again, that's what it is. It's it's the what do they call them? Keyboard warriors or whatever that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a response for that though. You know how I get? I get like this. Ah, damn it! <laughs> fuck! 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 I. That was long. I get I like that was... every day. <laughs> I haven't played that drop in a long time. At least the full one. Oh, you did. You did. Don't even lie. <laughs> Speaking of, this is 11 episodes of, of Blue Light Special, I was actually going to say this is episode 11? This is episode 11, yeah. Really? I really hope I, I really hope it is because if Stevie had to put up 12, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Oh, shit. I'll check. This is episode 11. I feel like I'm less than 11. Five. I'd, I'd Good for my, us. I'd bet my Four. left testy on it. Three. Ooh. Oh, Shame. On. Give me that left testy. Put that Ooh. on the table. This is episode 10. I knew it. No. Yes. Poop stores is episode 10. Nope. That was nine. Here we go. Oh, you going to be a one nut Here we wonder. go. Here we go. Lucky for you, I only got one nut, and it's on the right side. <laughs> Favorite TV moments, episode one. All right. we uh, <laughs> Adulting, episode All two. Right, we do the entire thing. You. We believe you. <laughs> okay, I was wrong. Although, hey, I am triggered by the fact that you said the number 10 instead of the number 11, and you should die, and we should remove your fucking podcast. <laughs> yep. But you can't, because we pay. <laughs> so suck my balls if you don't like it that we do but so if you guys haven't seen this do you know who george carlin is mm-hmm. uh no okay yeah, one of the greatest all right. comedians yeah. all right i just want to know do so you know who mother Teresa is he rosa you know, parks would you describe him as left wing or right wing left do i have Wait. to pick a wing sure yeah George, yeah. I George, mean, he's a George is super George, stoner. Su- well, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. George, George is pretty yeah, yeah. liberal. Okay, yeah. yeah. George. So if you listen to his stand up from like the eighties or whatever, yeah. hilarious. By he, the way, he does this thing about political correctness. Yes, yep. I've, I, I, okay, I know what you're talking about. I've and seen if you, uh, yes, mother, she's calling me. If you watch that now, it actually, uh, it's like the left is like it's like almost like he's on the right. Of the spectrum now, mm. you know, because he's just talking about all oh, political correctness. Oh, you have to call so and so this and so and so that and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, oh, I can't believe we switched sides. Like it's only took taken thirty years. Yeah, and well, the side the sides of the argument have completely flip flopped. Well, well now it's now because there's, there's history. Well, I, I don't even think there's two sides anymore. There's four sides. There's LGBT. liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, to. there's liberal and conservative. Uh huh. And then there's the left, and then the right. The extremists, yeah. right? Because hmm. there is extreme leftists and there's extreme on the right. There's no – liberal and conservative still is pretty normal. I think outrage culture lives – On the extremes. In, in the extreme left. Oh, oh, yeah. Outrage culture specifically, yeah. Well, Not necessarily know. because – I would almost say extremes in general. Because the the far right can get fucking outraged too with the whole s- snowflake triggered shit. Sure, a couple things, but I'm also gonna th- I'm gonna say primarily lives in the extreme left. Mm, so here we go. I'll give you a couple of examples. Extreme right. Yeah. Kaepernick kneeling. Super outrage. They don't even care his argument about kneeling for the national right. anthem. They have no. They said you need to stand for the troops. He's like, it's not about the troops. Yep. It's about police brutality. They don't give a fuck, right? You look at um, oh, what was the other example I just thought off the top of my head? It just fucking left me right now. But I mean, even stuff like that is just 
it's not just exclusive to one or the other. I think the ones that we bring up are exclusive to the left. Yeah. You know, the I mean, there's probably oh, sorry, there's probably more on the extreme left, but there's definitely some on the extreme right as well. Yeah, no, I'm, but I'm saying primarily extreme left. Yeah. The stuff we hear most about I mean, who's 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 bitching about Dave Chappelle, the left or the right? Left. Hmm. Yeah. Who's bitching about Bill Burr? Left. I yeah. think that's just how we because they dominate Twitter and Instagram. And the stuff left like that. dominates the Twitter. left. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's well, why we the hear left about dominates more. most of social media. Yeah. Uh, to a point, yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Unless it's unless it's an NRA fan page. <laughs> and then you get like normal conservative people. Oh, you're MAGA, yeah. And then you get, you know, that one crazy hillbilly who's like, I hate blacks and there should be a black hunting season. I, I think that's a different Rowe. thing. I take offense to the term hillbilly. <laughs> I take offense to the term Get hunting. in line, bro. I want to say as many as offensive things as I can on this podcast. My parents are from the hills of Hios. <laughs> that's, see, that's true. So you are a hillbilly. Technically. Technically, my parents are hillbillies, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, our ancestors fucking goats. <laughs> I take offense to that. Okay, that we should call PETA because no one should be fucking a goat. Did you ask that goat? Did we, he say yes? We Did take she it to say the, yes? We take it to the cliff. <laughs> so it backs up. My ancestors oh. fuck sheep. Ships. 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 I take ships. offense that you thought of a goat and a sheep with the same thing. So oh, I do have God, something. It's, it's tiring, man. Like, so, how do people be this angry about everything? All fucking day. How they be this angry? <laughs> so, it's exhausting. I do have uh, I do have a little document that I would like to read to you guys uh, that kind of encompasses a lot of what we said. How much time are we into this podcast now? Mm, I think thirty minutes, maybe. Bring it on. Really? Yeah. Let's All bitch right. for fifteen more minutes. <laughs> so I well, this is just this. This is it's a piece that somebody uh, very close to me wrote. Uh, they wish to remain anonymous. But this is about uh, this was shortly after the Baltimore riots. Um, that was what twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah, sure. something like that. Yeah, I don't and know. this isn't um, a comment directly on the Baltimore riots by any means. But this this uh, plays into what we've been talking about tonight uh, about a hundred percent. So the title of this is called "Faux Trage," and uh, I'm going to read it to you right now. How is that spelled? F A U X. Ah, faux. Trage. Got Trage. It. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Baseball had long been considered our national pastime. However, due largely to its ponderous pace and lack of minute to minute satisfaction, this game and other similarly benign interests have been replaced by a more gratifying competition in the lexicon of American leisure. Faux outrage is the new game in town, and everyone, regardless of acumen, can play. <laughs> The majority of humans have the ability to speak. One can argue from a constitutional standpoint that American humans have the right to speak. But our modern day circumstance inarguably inarguably proves what has been implicitly understood since the dawn of man. Every human being in no way should be heard. The right to be heard for centuries has been an earned right. Access to persuasive social discourse logically was reserved for those equipped to participate in some forthright manner. For ages, select individuals have taken to mountaintops, pulpits, podiums, and microphones to detail their thoughts, thus moving the ill-equipped, ignorant, or disinterested remainder in a particular direction. The historic correctness, morality, or even sanity of these few is not the point to be argued. The point is, is there was a significant effort and consequence involved in becoming that compelling voice. People rose to those positions not by simply having something to say, 
They eventually mattered because after having spoken, they subsequently had no place to hide. Consequence befell them all for having overtly confronted civilization. The voices of today need not concern themselves with such consequence. I am outraged, therefore I matter. I matter because I am outraged. This current obsession riding shotgun in the vehicles of chaos known as the internet and social media represents the single most virulent threat to civilization this planet has ever known. From fraudulent social justice campaigns to cartoonish looting and rioting sprees all the way to broadcasts of homicidal terrorism. The outrage flows unchecked like a torrent. The now unrestrained masses band together in a frenzy of outrage for no sake but its own. I am outraged and therefore important. We ascend to our digital mountaintop and, and from it spew vitriol toward whomever and whatever currently vexes, vexes us. In these shadows, we perversely find self-worth. While busied clicking and sharing in an effort to find our aggrieved selves, we target the, those we target have great difficulty finding us. We obscure our true countenance and, and real voice to never, to never risk being held accountable in the society we attack with abandon. The harm precipitated by our fabricated grievances is characterized as progress, while the lives left battered in our wake are discarded along the road to the next outrage. You see, we have no skin in this game of virtual skinning. We win the game by simple fraud. For frauds are we. Well put. Yeah. Uh, I think it just it kind of ties ties it all up in like a very neat and relatively verbose package of uh, just like as a, as a culture, I just don't feel like I'm scared for the future. I really am. Like, I don't think we have what it takes to like continue advancing as quickly as we want to advance with like, with like this kind of mentality. I, I agree. So like I said it before, we live in the age of information, right? We have the easiest, quickest access to every single piece of information ever recorded. Right. Mm -hmm. And what are we doing with it? We're fucking watching a cat knock a shot glass off a table for 16 hours. <laughs> Have you seen that video though? Now listen, it's it is so amazing. It is hilarious and it is cute. But to that point, like we, we have this, this gift, right? Of information, of the past, of mistakes, successes, good things, bad things. And we're regressing. We're going back in time now with how divisive we're getting. Yeah. Like we, we should be able to just leap forward leaps and bounds forward into our future with what we have at our fingertips and we are using it to just like destroy each other and it's fucking terrifying yeah well the saying goes tough times make strong men strong men make good times good times make weak men weak men make tough times that's a saying. That's deep shit. Or did yeah. you just did you just pull that from your culito? If no, you pulled it out of your ass, I'd be. I'd no, give that it is. Applause, I've but. definitely read that somewhere. No, I don't want to offend anyone by saying "man" so many times. <laughs> I apologize. I should have said "people." However, you my know. pronoun is "dog." You know, even more offensive if at the beginning of that you said "Confucius say," <laughs> and then said it in an Arabian accent. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just blending cultures. But no, I mean that's that, that's, a, that's a fantastic quote. It's it's legitimate, and yeah. I think we're. On the bad, I mean, we're like in the making tough times part. 
We're, oh, in, the, we're in the weak men making t- rough times right oh, now. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's how I see it. I mean, who knows? We, we're we bound for another world war in the next 30 years. Well, <laughs> that is, that's part of what terrifies me of our future. God, I hope of, not, man. Well, we're, I mean, we're past the traditional, quote unquote, world war. I mean, now it's just we're going to bomb the fuck out of each other and murder each other. I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of slapping. Because I think the people that do all the it bombing, should be. I think all the people that do all the bombing are going to be like, "What are you upset about?" No, Shut the, the people that are doing the bombing are the problem. Well, I'm I not think... talking about terrorists. I'm talking about like the big bag, the big bad U.S. military, the big bag, big bag. <laughs> well, the listen, big bag of bombs we have. So I think a lot of people in power shouldn't be in power. So I think the uh, it's going to get a little off topic, but since since so many people have nuclear weapons. I think no one has nuclear weapons, right? Like no one's going to fire them because everyone has them and everyone will fire them and then everyone will be fucked. See, but I think we are just stupid enough to where we would do that. I mean, 100%. It's it's like a whole thing. If everything's if everything's an emergency, nothing's an emergency. Mm-hmm. It's the same, you know, rationale, but I think we're all stupid enough to be like well, if I nuke them first, then <laughs> same with, same with outrage culture, right? If everything, if you outrage about everything, then Nothing's nothing is outrageous, outrage. uh-huh. wow. right? Exactly. Like if you complain about everything, what an outrageous thing to say! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's like the boy that cried wolf, right? If you're gonna cry about every little thing, true. It's almost like these stories, like it's just it's like they fucking mean something. It's like history repeats itself, know. right? You know who told me the big bad wolf or not the the, the boy who cried wolf story? My hmm. dad. See, dude, speak enough, Aleko. I think you should talk to old Greek dad about outrage culture. All right, hey, uh, hey, dad. Man, hey. uh, how do you how do you feel about all these uh, these snowflakes complaining about everything? Who? It's July. What do you mean snowflake? No, no, it's uh, it's like a colloquial term for you know people complaining about everything. They get their their feelings hurt. What's the word you use? Snowflake. Before. Colloquial. Colloquial. Yeah, this one. Yeah. I don't know what this means. Who's? Um, it's a what's the definition of colloquial? I don't even know. It's. It's just a term that they use for people who are offended by everything. Who are, oh, oh, so pussies. <laughs> uh, d- Dad, you, you can't say that. Why? I like a pussy. But, wh- <laughs> Dad, you can't say that either. Why? That's offensive. I have your mother. Is <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. What? It's beautiful. Don't be a baby. You're a grown man now. You can't call me a baby, Dad. Okay, you... I'm offended. That hurts my feelings. You're offended too? Yeah, it hurts my feelings. Oh, so are you one of these uh, snow people? I'm, <laughs> I'm not a snowflake. That's offensive. You you just tell me you're a snowflake. No, 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 no. And I then you there say, are snowflakes. Then you say you have cock, cock something. Dad, you have, wait, yeah. are you cock? No. Are you gay? I'm Dad, you can't say that. Please tell for me right now, are you gay? If I am, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I love you. You are my son, okay? But I will send you back to Greece to work in the fields if you are gay. Dad, that's you know, no, you can't say that stuff. I am who I was born to be. So not gay? No. But cockwheel something. <laughs> not cockwheel. Colloquial you know what, Dad, don't even worry about that word. Come right. on. Theo, okay. Theo. Can you Ella? Does it like what say he likes cock? Please don't tell me these things. That's what I, you said, right? I have I have heart that's attack. That's not what I said. You I said have heart this attack. out of proportion. My heart is going to explode, okay? It's not July. It's July outside. The snow making the snow come down. You come help me sweep the garage. <laughs> and see. That could have been so much worse, too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there, there is a, a For lovely For those of you innocence. wondering about why we have the uh, point of view that we have, that was our dad. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a collective. Uh-huh. Well, that's it's the beautiful innocence of 
I'm not going to say ignorance, but like being shielded from immigrants. Ooh, Ooh it's not oh. ignorance. Immigrant, it's immigrant ignorance. No, immigrants. Immigrant, immigrant <laughs> ignorance truly is a beautiful thing. I agree. In certain aspects. Now, in the Agreed. Growing Up Greek episode, we can talk about all the reasons why it was not maybe <laughs> such a beautiful thing. Yeah. But in other things, like I, like today, I was talking to my dad. I was talking to my dad about this podcast, like about our topic. And I was going to talk to him about the Seinfeld thing that I had planned, you know, whatever. And I, I, I said to my dad, I go, there's a YouTube channel. And I paused and I go, you know YouTube, right? <laughs> and my dad goes, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's the, the thing with all the, the you know, videos. The, 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 the tube, but it's of yourself. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. That episode almost has a hundred listens. Which one? The Greek. Growing up Greek. Oh, Growing up Greek, well, yeah. Because yeah. it's awesome. Well, if you haven't heard it before, go check it out. <laughs> what else we got? Anything? That's all I have on the books as far as going uh, outrage culture. All right. All right. So just a, how about an overall me, over? Oh, I yeah. And then I have one question. All right. But do you, do you want to sum it up? Or, well, I'm going to say just an overarching where, where are we going from here? Okay. Like so future look. All right. So, well, so okay. I guess my question is going to tie into that then. Can I ask my yeah, question? Go for it, yeah. All right. The three of us sitting here. How do we fix it? Outrage culture? <laughs> yeah. How the fuck do we? How do we? Three like, fat guys in a basement? No, 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 How the no, fuck no. do hey, we? I'm not talking. I'm We're not dumb, saying, but we say wise hey, things. Hey, man, that's what I'm saying. Three dumb guys speaking wise words together. Like if so, if say you know a lot of people listen, say a lot of people listen to this. Yeah. A lot of people do listen to this. You should tell your friends. Hey, oh. How do we fix it? Right. My first step would be. How do we start to fix it? Yeah. If you are offended by something, take a deep breath. And ask why that person has that point of view. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you think that it's wrong for a black man and a white woman to get married? Why? Why do you think mm -hmm. it's wrong to have an abortion? Why? Why do you think it's uh, right to have an abortion? Why do you think it's right to believe in God? Why do you think it's wrong to believe in God? Just ask why. The questions of why will open up so many things because that's what gets you started talking, yeah. right? Why are you racist? <laughs> Maybe not that. <laughs> Maybe Why not that. Why are you racist? But, but like Freaking. I was watching this this one guy and he was a- uh, Why are you fucking a 12-year-old boy? <laughs> <laughs> but he was like this, uh, he's this black guy and he befriends KKK members and he, uh, they become best friends. And it's all about listening and understanding. And eventually he turned them around and said, hey- this life that you're living about hatred and everything is not right. And he slowly but surely has converted, like, what do they call them, Grand Wizards? Or oh, whatever shit, yeah. the fucking thing is? Grand mm -hmm. Wizards number one. Yeah, I mean, he's converted them. He's baptized these ex-KKK members' children. That's how powerful Why? just discussion yeah. is. And once you put up these walls of, I can't believe you said that, or I can't believe you stand for this, once you put up those walls, the discussion stops. Right, yeah. like so many people are worried about the the wall between U.S. and Mexico. Like, how do you can, mm. how can you separate us? But at the same time, they do the same thing over social media, right? They block people. They do all these things. You can't you can't have a discussion with people that you disagree with if you block them. Yep. So just talk to them. Try to be open and not as offended. Yeah, my my thing would be like I mentioned it earlier that the people who, in my opinion, have the common sense and see both sides and see how bad it's getting instead of sitting in the shadows and just saying, well, I'm going to watch the world burn. Try 
try to have that conversation, try to ask the question, try to force someone to ask the why, like Steve is saying. Just, yeah, I don't know, man. Just be fucking open. Be Don't be closed-minded. Just be open to yeah. something. I and I I agree. Raise 100%. your kids right. That's 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 exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, I think I think Stevie, your mentality is spot on. Uh, be open to conversation, and if you have kids, raise your kids, and just uh, teach conversation and communication because every there's always gonna be somebody who's different from you, right? And whenever if if they're different from you, accept that they have just as uh, as much of a right to be different from you. As, as and, and that goes both ways. Yeah, you know. What I, I mean, mean? The, the the famous quote is, "No one is uh, is born racist; they are taught to be racist." And that's just not with racism; that's things in general, mm-hmm. right? You're not born with a, a predilection to hate this person or this person for whatever reason. You are taught that. Yeah. So, talk, talk, and love each other, man. I love it. That's because I'm I'm not outraged that you, at me. I love you. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, and if you want to hear anything else, uh, you can find us anywhere podcasts are downloadable. For example, you can go to SoundCloud or Spotify and search the Frozen Gorilla Network or Blue Light Special, and you will find us. Facebook and Instagram at Frozen Gorillas. Gmail, you can uh, send us a message if you have any comments, questions, anything. Aleko's phone number, ladies, he's mm. single. Uh, you can. Shocking. <laughs> you can reach us at frozengorillas at gmail.com. And uh, we've recorded a couple of these bad boys. You can take a look at our beautiful studio and uh, see me looking fat at youtube.com slash Steve Papa. Thank you guys for listening.